Welcome to the IVM Podcast Network. TFG Football is an IVM production and you can also check out their other awesome shows like Simplified, a show that explains intense topic from around the world and simplifies it for you so that you can up your cooler in front of your friends. You're listening to TFG Football. Hi guys, welcome to our brand new episode of the TSG Indian Football Podcast. Uh, the situation is not really ideal for us at the studio. It's just me over here and uh, we are hoping for the best uh, of uh, recovery to uh, to be given to Siju and uh, Nikhil so that we can have a studio full of uh, exciting talkers over here uh, or it's just me talking to Chiranjit. And Chiranjit, is, uh, Chiranjit as you know, he's traveling all, all the way, all the while and he's also in another location. Uh, uh, Chiranjit, where are you? Yeah, I am in uh, Guwahati Airport right now. I just got through the security check. Oh man, I'm I'm going crazy over here. Uh, this is this is my fifth city in six days, and actually I'm going to Aizol, so we'll have uh, my sixth city in six days. Uh, wow. So hopefully, uh, when I'm in Aizol, I'll, I'll I'll manage to get you some good updates on uh, Mizoram Premier League and other stuff that's happening over there, and some updates about Aizol FC's uh, upcoming I League season. So fingers crossed for that. But dude, we have never had this kind of situation before, man. Yeah. Like. Uh, Siju is in the hospital. She, uh, you know, for everybody, uh, mm-hmm. she is. Uh, she she's been diagnosed with dengue. So, uh, you know, I, I I'm hoping it's not very serious. Hopefully, she'll be back with us very soon. So, at the rate Siju Matthew 94, please uh, wish her, uh, you know, best of luck and uh, wish her, uh, you know, pray for her recovery very soon. Uh, Nikhil is also, uh, you know, he's recovering from an uh, operation. So I don't I don't remember when the last time it happened that we had so many people out uh, retired hurt you hmm. know uh, out of the action and we don't don't even have uh, lots of substitutes to uh, make, <laughs> make this correct. So uh, wishing uh, yeah, the both we, of them. We actually have just those many people. It's a very tight <laughs> thing that we run at yeah, TSG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's just gonna be you and me today, Kevin. Yeah. All right. All right. We are moving closer to two things. Two uh, important things uh, is the World Cup that's coming in. Uh, uh, you know, less than around twenty days to go, and also uh, a big uh, step in, in the Indian football is. Uh, the, it's not a proper merger, but uh, very close to the merger. At least we've got uh, all the possible teams uh, playing together this season. Uh, so that's uh, beginning in November, uh, right after the World Cup uh, ends, a uh, little break after the World Cup ends, and then we head on to a parallel league where we'll see I League and ISL happening simultaneously. Uh, we're not sure uh, if uh, they'll be running at the same time, so probably not. Uh, so Chiranjit, uh, what do we talk about first? Uh, two great topics to talk about. Uh, uh, I didn't mention about the CFL match-fixing scandal that's uh, out there. And it's you know, there to tarnish the image of uh, the, the age-old uh, Kolkata Football League. Uh, so coming to uh, the CFL, uh, what do we have here? Is, is it something that uh, is going to bother uh, the schedule of uh, the CFL this year? I mean, yeah. Look, this is not the not the first time uh, such a concern has been raised. Uh, we know that uh, in CFL uh, there are some shady stuff going on here and there. Even last season, uh, I think we covered it on the Fangaraj dot com. Uh, there were there were uh, allegations of a match fixing uh, between the two of the you know, lower teams in the table 
and uh, uh, you know there there was a situation where uh, some newspaper uh, ran an expose that uh, one of the club officials was caught talking about uh, it and openly admitting it in a in a, in a, a tea shop or something like that. It's very weird, and all this all this uh, gup shop and all the confessions and exposures happen out of tea shop in the Maidan. It's uh, it's a bit of, bit of a weird thing uh, that happens in CFL, but. One of the things that sets this apart is that this is not, uh, you know, just hearsay. You know, this time the allegation is coming out of sports radar, uh, who are employed by FIFA to uh, look after the, uh, you know, integrity of the leagues happening in India. And uh, not many people knew that they were looking at CFL this season. Uh, even IFA got surprised. And then, then the whole thing blew up. I mean, even Republic TV is uh, covering CFL. I mean, they never report on the matches or who won the league or anything like yeah. that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, this, this is this news has come up, and uh, the national media, some of the big news channels, are uh, talking about CFL and okay, uh, who might be involved and all of that. What sort of strikes me as odd is that this the match fixing saga uh, or the narrative of the match fixing is always at the bottom of the table and towards the end of the league when you have uh, you know the relegation being decided and it's almost always that you know some some club needs uh, a high goal difference to avoid relegation or needs three points to get out of the relegation zone something like that that's where uh, you know all these shady things uh, come into play so it was Taligant versus Rainbow. None of these uh, teams are actually threatened by relegation by any means. Uh, they're not very late into the league either. Uh, and uh, yeah, why would they try to fix a game at this point is what puzzles me. Because uh, fifth and sixth in the table, you don't need to do that. They are actually pretty good, doing pretty well. Uh, they have been giving some uh, tough time to Mohammedan Sporting and... Uh, 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 Mohan Bagan as well. Uh, they are uh, nowhere near threatened by that. In fact, uh, the team is so good that uh, they almost beat, and the rainbow team is so good that they almost beat uh, Mohan Bagan. And uh, if you are in a situation like that, why would you compromise? So it, it just seems like either this was a bookie involvement, uh, which just chose this match uh, randomly, or some of the power players. Uh, who, for some reason, chose this match uh, to be, you know, uh, to make their move, uh, or, or just a case that a few corrupt players were, uh, you know, together in this particular match because uh, they are, uh, you know, spread around the, both these teams. It's it's not clear yet. We'll have to see what report comes out after IFA investigates it. But this is this can go very wrong for IFA because. So often we've heard allegations of match fixing coming out of here and there, and IFA just does a Namka Waste, Idarudat Kut investigation happens, mm. and then nothing comes out. Yeah. Nobody gets punished, nobody gets, uh, you know, uh, called to a question uh, for uh, what has happened. Same thing happened with the allegation that last season came out. So hopefully, this time, because it's FIFA taking the initiative this time. Maybe IFA will have to look into it, and uh, we may see some big names in the Maidan come into question, and 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 a couple of heads rolling. So this is going to be interesting uh, how it unfolds over the next few months. 
Yeah. So uh, just a uh, 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 mention of uh, the game that we are talking about. This was held on the 25th of August. Uh, so that's between uh, Toliganj Agragami and uh, NBP Rainbow AC. So these are the two that yeah. that, that uh, uh, the, the report says. And according to the sources, Sports Radar says they had prior information of the result. Uh, that the game would end into and that's uh, that's the reason uh, the suspicions grew stronger and uh, there there was uh, an inquiry almost immediately uh, and and, and uh, the AFF uh, was alerted and uh, the integrity officer named Javed Siraj uh, so this uh, is Chiranjit isn't it uh, uh, is this the first time that we've seen a lower division or or not uh, you know at the national level uh, and uh, the the FIFA is involved over here, and uh, the yeah obviously yeah. that's what I mentioned uh, that uh, FIFA has taken a bigger uh, you know uh, maybe because of the under seventeen World Cup happening this season or uh, uh, just their increase their interest in India they hmm. are taking a bigger purview of uh, whatever has happened and sports radar has been employed by FIFA for that purpose even at the bottom levels they are looking at it and that's where this actually happens. In the, in the National League, High League, you don't see match fixing. You don't really see uh, any kind of, uh, you know, that kind of corruption happening where all the eyeballs are, where you have a television uh, uh, broadcast, where you have thousands and millions of people watching. You don't really see that kind of uh, corruption taking place because the stakes, stakes are that much higher. So, hmm. the one of the main reasons, apart from like vanity or ego or, uh, you know, just just uh, my team is playing and I want to uh, make it survive in the uh, in the Calcutta League Premier Division. What drives these uh, match-fixing rackets is the money, is the bookie. And by picking these lower leagues, they have been able to, for a long time, just fly under the, uh, you know, under the, for a bit, uh, lack of a better word, the radar of FIFA and other disciplinary bodies. So, if we are seeing a shift from FIFA that they are uh, even uh, you know, taking a deeper look at these leagues. I think this, this will be actually more helpful and more effective in bringing out in, uh, all the nefarious rackets that are active in Indian football. Yeah. So, yeah, so this, this I, could be just... Uh, yeah. This could no, be just... One of the things that, that I'm actually a bit uh, worried about is that the, are, are they actually basing it on somebody predicted the scoreline? Because that can be a fluke. Hmm. You know, a 2-1 is not a very uncommon scoreline, especially when you have a team like Taligans and Rainbow, who are so close to each other in the points table. Yeah. So, you somebody just says 2-1 and it ends 2-1 and you say, okay, there may be a match fixing. That may not be too much to stand on. I hope whoever has made that acquisition has more information, has more leaks, has more details in the allegations. And that's what uh, has moved FIFA's hand here. So, so a lot of people are uh, on the spot here. Uh, The coaches are under the the radar. Uh, IFA is under the radar. And we have uh, two clubs who are, you know, who have known things to prove. Tarikan Jagrogami used to be a big name in Indian football. Uh, They they do have a good following. And Rainbow FC are one of the new kids, you know. I think they have just made it to the, and they are going to uh, try to make, make their mark uh, at the Premier Division of the CFL. And this is a time when CFL is more popular than ever in recent memory. Right. More people are watching 
more people are coming to the games. There's a lot increased uh, interest in every level, and the league will probably grow in the coming years. So all that being in mind, I have now to clean this up because yeah. you cannot have this hanging around uh, when the next league comes around. Alright. So, uh, so that uh, that that's a point that uh, Chiranjit mentioned uh, earlier in uh, his uh, uh, you know his uh, points over uh, this allegation. Uh, so it's not the end of the season. Again, we've got around four games to go for Tolliganch and uh, uh, three games for uh, for Rainbow. Uh, what this makes is uh, it could be a possibility of. Uh, uh, but uh, again, uh, it's the FIFA uh, authority that uh, we are talking about. It couldn't be wrong because there are sources uh, who uh, have already made it clear that they do had, they, they did have uh, this result predicted, and uh, so that's the reason they are looking at an angle uh, where both teams can be involved. And already, uh, Subhash Bhaumik, uh, the coach of Toliganj, has uh, you know denied this, uh, saying that these are false allegations, and uh, he's certain that uh, there's no match fixing, at least from uh, his side uh, we have to yet wait and see if this uh, is this, if there's any truth uh, in the rumors and uh, something that's come out uh, as a big shock to both teams uh, so we'll take a short break over here and we'll come back uh, with another topic shunya one shunya one shunya one shunya one a billion dollar acquisition. Another copycat startup got formed. No, the tech world in India is surely moving double the speed of this voiceover. Tune in to Shunya One every Tuesday to catch us talking to the smartest people we know on the IBM Podcast website, app, or wherever you get your podcast from. Welcome back after the short break and uh, moving on to another topic that we talked about earlier uh, is the I-League. Uh, uh, things uh, uh, you know, heating up over there uh, because we just have got to know there are some bids that have been, uh, you know, kind kind of uh, we do get some informa- inside information that there are three direct entries that are expected to be part of the I-League 2017-18 season. Uh, Chiranjit, uh, is that correct? Three direct entries for this season? We are uh, expecting that, but uh, it may actually come down to two. Uh, I don't know how many will be picked out of the bids that have come in. So three bids have been submitted, same as the first round, which uh, failed, because uh, none of the bids actually met the criteria that uh, AI has set forth. So we had uh, Gokulam FC, obviously, from Malappuram, Ozone FC from Bengaluru, and this new club that wants to come out of Rajasthan, uh, which I think is a bad idea at this point. Hmm. So, if if, if it's uh, if it's two clubs that are coming in, because we already have uh, arrows, which are almost uh, certain to take part uh, in the 2017-18 season, because right. uh, arrows will have the Indian under-19 and under-17 players, okay. and uh, so if if that's the team you're taking, so we we have we're going to be two shots because uh, Bengaluru FC have gone for ISL and uh, DSK Shivajians will probably. Uh, not feel the team. Hmm. So, we can either see one or two bids being accepted from here. And it should, I, I hope it, uh, you know, the priority goes towards uh, Gokulam FC because they're coming out of Malapuram and obviously they will sell out most of their matches. It's going to be great uh, to finally see a club from North Kerala play at the highest level. So, that that is fingers crossed for that. Uh, 
Ozone FC obviously if, if we're going to take uh, two clubs from the bed and uh, one extra to make it uh, probably 11 uh, for this season. I, I don't know. I, I'm actually uh, unsure whether they will go for an odd number of clubs uh, in the league this season. But we'll see how that turns out. Yeah. So, uh, uh, wouldn't be in, uh, would it be interesting to see two clubs from the same city? Uh, so, Bengaluru is already there playing in the AFC. I'm talking about Bengaluru FC. And uh, the Bangalore, Bangalore football stadium is uh, what might just uh, be the home ground for Ozone FC. So, it'll be a good yeah. divide to see uh, the crowd, you know. Uh, you know, one in the I-League, one in the ISL. Uh, where do the fans go? Uh, so, that, that'll be a test uh, for both fans uh, who've uh, seen some football coming up from their own city. Uh, Bengaluru FC, again, not too... Uh, not not too you know old in uh, the the scene there because it's just like fourth this will be their fourth fifth season right so ozone fc comes in at a time where uh, football is getting popular and it'll be nice to have a good set of fans for both both teams coming out from the same uh, city yeah i mean we we discussed this in the podcast before the fans of ozone fc will be very different from the fans of Bangalore fc uh, this will be a suburban crowd uh, a, a, a probably a lower class I mean, not lower class, but more class drivers. Uh, we're going to see a lot more uh, working class uh, people who will turn up to support us on FC. Uh, you know, the, the kind of crowd that you see in the uh, city league, you know, the Bangalore uh, Super Division or whatever they call it. So it, it, it's good, but Ozone FC does not excite anyone, you know, uh, the, the way that Gokulam FC does. Uh, so yeah, maybe Ozone FC comes in. Uh, they have a good stadium. Uh, Bengaluru is already getting more and more involved in Indian football. Uh, so they can sustain two clubs in two leagues uh, very easily. That way, it's good. But there, there should not be any situation where uh, you know that's that's the that's the only bad thing that can come out of this is that uh, they take Ozone and Arrows and that Rajasthan club. Or just ozone and arrows, and don't even take in uh, Gokulam because yeah. Gokulam is pivotal. That that is the club that I'm looking forward to this season because that's going to change the way you look at Ireland. Correct. And uh, just just look at just look at the setup for Ireland this season. You know we have uh, Deska Shivajians who did not draw much crowd over the last few seasons. Uh, they they are probably not going to be there. Uh, we have uh, Churchill Brothers to draw some crowd at Tilak Maidan. East Bengal and Mohan Bagan want to shift to their own grounds. Actually, yesterday there was a uh, filing made by East Bengal to AIF that they want to play some of their home gra- uh, games at their own ground because uh, in, uh, what I'm hearing is in the in the middle of October, uh, around 15th or 16th, both East Bengal and Mohan Bagan are starting major uh, renovations in their own stadiums. Uh, so, Mohan Bagan are going to build two new dressing rooms uh, and uh, there, there's going to be a new tunnel for the players to come in uh, to the pitch. And there's going to be uh, some mobile toilets uh, in, installed. And uh, East Bengal are going to get floodlights. So, they just got the permission to install floodlights this season. Sorry, earlier this year. So, they want it to be in place by November, December. So, that maybe in January, February, they can shift from Salt Lake Stadium and play most of their home games in the East Bengal ground uh, under floodlights. So once those things are in place and you have, uh, you know, those matches selling out mostly uh, and you have Niroka coming in Mm. with a huge amount of crowd, 
as well as it will be popular as ever. Shillong Lajong will draw enough crowd. Uh, so you don't really have those clubs in there anymore, which uh, play in front of empty stadiums. Yeah. So add Bokul into the mix, who are likely to sell out crowds again. Uh, so yeah, you have a you have a league for the first time in years where almost sixty seventy percent of the clubs are really popular, who sell uh, sell out matches, who play in uh, full stadiums. So it it looks better on TV as well, which will uh, reflect that way uh, in the television ratings too. So there's a really good chance that I League will have its most popular season by far yeah. this time if they get Gokulam into the mix. Yeah. So Gokulam is obviously the priority here. Yeah. There cannot be any two you know minds about that from the ISF. Whatever it takes, get Gokulam in. Uh, just, I just want to throw some light on uh, these two contrasting clubs again. Uh, the Ozone FC uh, compared to uh, Bengaluru FC. Uh, what, what the difference between Bengaluru FC and any other club we've seen who come up uh, recently is the promotion that they've done, the advertising that they've done. They've gone to colleges, they've gone to places, they've made themselves known, and that's how the fans got to know about Bengaluru FC. And you know, they they've won the trust of the fans and they've delivered. So this is an example of you know if somebody wants to uh, take a cue from uh, Bengaluru FC, this is really the way to go. And you no, know, Ozan FC is uh, actually might just benefit out of the popularity that Bengaluru FC has got to the city for football. And coming back to uh, Gokulam FC, you know this is a state where uh, even if you just consider a small part, uh, that's Malapuram. It, this is where all the, the it, it's kind of hotbed for all footballers to be born there, and we've seen a lot of talents coming out from uh, uh, places like Malapuram and Kanur, and Kokolam FC, you know, automatically will draw the crowd that's already in place. Football crazy uh, fans, you don't need you need to do the publicity that uh, you know, that will get the crowd to the stadium. That's you know, it's inbuilt. I would say this this is going to be a great mix. Uh, both these new teams that will come in, and a great start, I would say, for uh, 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 this is probably going to be the only season where you'll see both ISL and I-League running together. So, Chiranjit, uh, your final thoughts on this? Yeah, well, uh, let's just hope we get uh, Gokulam in there and 10-11 uh, clubs. It doesn't matter if uh, we have uh, you know a couple of clubs that don't really draw that big crowd like Chennai City or Minerva Punjab or even Arrows. I don't think Arrows will have much of a fan following. Hmm. Uh, it all of those shortcomings that I League has uh, will be made up for by a club like Gokulam because uh, it will draw interest from you know the Keralites all over. And if there is a club which is uh, popular in its locale, it actually gets uh, you know gets a lot of interest from the uh, you know from the spectators who are not even not their fans. Like Bengaluru FC doesn't really have a huge fan base, but whenever Bengaluru FC plays, everybody turns on the TV and watches. Because uh, they are that interesting. They, are, they have that character. So, uh, in, I think Gokulam FC has the same potential that everybody will tune in to watch their matches. And that's what we need. We need interesting clubs with interesting stories playing out of, uh, you know, very uh, crazy venues uh, where people actually take passionate interest in football. And uh, that's how Indian football gets highlighted. That's how you you actually have a proper national league that uh, that has a pan India presence. You have uh, 
the the uh, crazy part of Kerala. You have uh, you have Aizol, you have Manipur, you have uh, Kolkata. The best locations in Indian football represented uh, in the in the top division. So hopefully uh, AIFF does it right, and hopefully they do it right this time. Like the 15th September is when. Uh, they're opening the bridge and announcing the decision. Yeah. I hope it gets resolved there and does not uh, end up in a situation like last season where uh, the clubs were told 10 days before the league starts, <laughs> that, okay, you're playing. So that is, that, that is disastrous if you leave it hanging till then. So hopefully it gets over this week. Yeah, hopefully AFF also learns the lesson that they uh, you know have been learning all the while, but uh, never been shown to practice that every team, uh, every uh, you know management of the club uh, requires some time to gather a squad together. And uh, considering uh, this might be uh, the last season of I League, let's hope that uh, every club and every uh, management is given given enough time and. Uh, you know to show show their best efforts and also on that note i want to uh, express my uh, you know deep desire to see mumbai fc back at least one team from mumbai fc should from mumbai should be there uh, again there's no news on uh, the petition that uh, was uh, th- that uh, came about and uh, still no signs of mumbai fc either you now just throwing some light uh, whether they would uh, continue or would would they be shutting down so let's hope for the best and uh, we get to see some local football over here uh, so that's it for today's uh, edition of the TFG Indian Football Podcast if you're listening to us on YouTube do not forget to like share subscribe and comment IVM Podcast is an app that you can download for many such shows like uh, TFG Football uh, you can, it's, uh, that's available on Android and iOS uh, you can also listen to uh, the podcast on major podcasting apps like SoundCloud iTunes etc Till another episode, see you guys. Bye. That was Tantric Steve from Hansraj College, Delhi, performing at IIT Bombay's Mood Indigo. Just like them, there's a lot of new talent and art coming out of colleges all across India. But unfortunately, most of this goes completely unnoticed or ignored. To fix this, we started ATKT.in. Hi, I'm Ankur. I'm a musician and a rapper. And I found that one of the best things about being an artist myself is finding new talent. Through ATKT.in, Tanya, my colleague who's a dancer, and our whole team really is putting all of our efforts into discovering and promoting all the coolest talent that's coming out of colleges all across India. And this goes up on our website, our social media, TV, radio, and now of course, this podcast with IVM. Make sure you go to our website, support the talent with your likes, your shares, your comments, all of that really matters. Go ahead, check it out. ATKT.in Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is your captain speaking. Sorry to say, but there's been a slight delay due to the apocalypse having suddenly begun. As you can see, there's death, destruction and chaos taking place all around us. But don't you worry, food and drinks will be served shortly and I would recommend checking out IVM Podcasts to get some of your favorite Indian podcasts. We'll keep you going till this whole thing blows over. Thank you.